Last time on Good Neighbors. The gang ascends the mysterious tower in the Baron's lair, waylaid by nasty imps. As they climb, they realize this tower is not just any tower. It's the Statue of Liberty, and it's on the news as our heroes do battle within. The Good Neighbors don strange disguises and reach the torch to find both a relic and a door. Flint, you're still waving around the sword. Still make a lightsaber sounds. Uh, yeah, no big thing here. There's no mosses coming up the the, the bottom end here. It, you have a moment of, of respite, effectively. Uh, All right. Uh, not that time isn't of the essence. But. All right, uh, Cassius, open up the uh, the hatch so we can get out of here. I love that you're you're making wild wild sounds because the sword is on fire. So it, right next to you is, you know. Wait wait a second, y'all. Before we leave, we got to do this, and uh, I want to reach into Flint's bag. Okay. Uh, can I pull out a Polaroid camera, Lee? Sure. I don't see that as having a big narrative or, or tactical effect. So sure. I turn it into a bomb. No, uh, <laughs> y'all, y'all go pose over by the uh, the torch. I mean, when when's the next time we're going to be up here all together? I think this is a special moment. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You're right. This is evidence, June. <laughs> what you're oh. doing is creating hard evidence. <laughs> I, I'm I'm not gonna put it on vine or nothing i i don't know how stuff works but anyway shut up and pose shut up and pose uh and i go set up the camera uh with a six second delay and rush over and join the group because cassius is really out of it uh beck gives uh cassius bunny ears sort of a weekend at chalamet's type shoot <laughs> yeah june is kind of doing like a half smile like june is still trying to look like cool and aloof but uh, they are like genuinely not able to hide the fact that they're smiling. Aww. Underneath are uh, masks of various U.S. presidents and Darth Vader. Oh, yes, I'm sure we took the masks off for the picture. We did not take the masks <laughs> off for the picture. You could take a maybe show your mouths or something, but they are there for a reason, which is to say, there's a helicopter outside trying to figure out who's doing a big old crime and who shot up the Statue of Liberty. If someone ever fan arts this, you can do it without the mask. So I give you permission. <laughs> Jude runs back over and grabs the camera. All, all right, let's uh, let's get back to this quest. All right, open the hatch. Uh, Cat, Ca- Cassius, Cassius, are you with us? Yeah. What? Cassius, o- o- open the hatch. Uh, I. Uh... All right, fine. I'll do it myself, and I. <laughs> and I open the hatch. <laughs> uh, speaking of Cassius, who attempting to break out of the Baron's sort of dream state. Oh, what did you get? A six. A six, yes. Which, a six. which interestingly is what made me level up, but also 
had I had the level up, would not have failed. That is a, a fun little, uh, <laughs> you get a little better every time. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Uh, okay. So I think we uh, sit in the little dark office with a mahogany desk and a, a chessboard, and you flip over the, the board, and you don't seem to go anywhere. And when you turn back around, the board is back in place, and all of the pieces have moved, but the Baron is very clearly winning now. in uh, all of the things are in position that you are you have way fewer pieces, and they are lined up in check in several different spots. You're still here, so you can still talk, but I think it's still addled, and I will hold a hard move for later. Valid. Is he drinking something in this nether realm of psyche? Uh, I, on and off, there's like a glass of bourbon and he has like a cigar. I remember that I was in the psychic world and that never mind. I can't really do what I wanted to do anyway because it would It's a physical world thing. Um, <laughs> is he doing anything actively or just sort of like keeping me here? Seems like he's keeping you here uh, to prevent you from like, I don't know, helping, giving any meaningful thing, basically just turning you into a burden. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's very good at it. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Can, can we maybe go back to the yeah, yeah, yeah. for a second? Uh, I think that's that's probably wise. Uh, who opens the hatch? Uh, I guess Flint does, since I just said fine, I'll do it myself. Uh, you do so, and the inside uh, looks dark. Uh, like, there is like a ladder down, but otherwise looks pretty dark. Uh, Geronimo. And I start climbing down. I assume everyone follows. Yeah, yes. I'll follow. It also climbs down. Okay. Uh, in a rather disorienting moment, uh, you find yourself opening a regular door out into a room, as if like no one climbed anything, as if you walked on a floor into a room. Uh, and it looks like an executive office in like a New York City skyscraper. This is like big business headquarters here, uh, except instead of floor to ceiling windows, it's mirrors. The floors have mirror tiles and the ceiling as well. There doesn't seem to be any sort of like given lighting fixture, but otherwise there are general office accoutrements like uh, like bookcases, generic stock photos on the walls. Then at the end of it, oddly far away for you know what a typical office should be is a mahogany desk with a little chessboard on it, moving pieces, a ashtray with a cigar on it, a glass of bourbon, uh, and, of course, the Baron, who was sitting in a leather red chair, calmly, gleefully. They take a puff of the cigar. Behind them, there is this, like, pile of... Toys, paintings, credit cards, legal documents, lockboxes, and other miscellaneous crap from all over the world. It's like you see uh, different architectural design and some things are artistic design, different cultural phenomena are just kind of all stocked into this one big pile altogether, almost like, and well, I mean, it's a pile, right? So definitely without any sense of care for their value, rather than just say, oh, good, they're here and not wherever they would be out helping people or being of use to society as the Baron has just kind of collected things over time. For the moment, that is what you see as you walk into this room. You're sort of in the same line that you have gone down, but walking. 
And we don't see like a like an astral projection or anything of Cassius. It looks like he's just playing chess with no one. Mm-hmm. And he says, "Hey, you made it! Welcome back, June. Can the two of you make sure he can't run away?" Oh, come on. Let's let's have a conversation here. I start putting down uh, humidifiers with salt water. I wouldn't do that if I were you. And the Baron snaps his fingers, and he's holding a leash. And you hear this. And out from under the desk, we see a little one. One of the Tupacabra's children on a leash. We see its same glinting red eyes, but we also see that it has been scalped. Its brain is exposed. And the Baron is like tapping his fingers on its brain, like it, he was if he was doing so on a desk. And Flint, I need you to roll cool real quick. Oh, cool! That's a ten. At the moment, you're able to fight it off as uh, being presented with this immediate image of the thing that's ruined your life comes forward. Uh, June is going to speak up. And say, listen, Baron, you and I know how this is going to go. We do. Why don't we get this over with? You tell us what you want, and then you give us the spear. And I'd like to roll manipulate a person. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, a good starting argument here for withholding a, a, just a general battle. Okay, I'll take that. That's an eight. An eight. They'll do it, but only if you do something for them right now to show you mean it, which is if you ask too much, they'll tell you what, if anything, it would take for them to do it. Okay. The thing you're trying to get them to do right now is sit and have a negotiation with you and not just let the chupacabra loose and start a fight, I assume. I, I, I think the main thing I want is to, like, track his eyes when I mention the spear and see if he gives me a tell. Sure, but that, that's not what this is for. Like, okay. the manipulator, like, yeah, yeah. If your goal is to, like, hold off danger, this is, I would call that for sure. Okay. Uh, but if your actual goal is to trick them into doing uh, what have you, I'm going to need an investigative mystery. Okay, gotcha. Uh, I'll, I'll keep it to, to, to hold off a violent outburst here, then. That sounds good. <sighs> well, I suppose we could do with a little talking. Uh, I did kind of say that as you walked in, so sure. All I need from you first is to set down the weapons and turn off those little guys right there. Pointing to the humidifiers. Oh, yeah, I don't know if I can do that. Then you don't uh, get the you... outcome you want as the, the leash starts to slip in their hand. Oh! oh, you'd have to do something to show me you mean it. You have to do something <laughs> to show me you mean it. As the leash starts slipping, I start playing with the on button of the humidifiers. Do you think those can hurt me before this can kill one of your friends? Am I... What do I see from my... Am I, like... I know I'm addled either way, but do I get, like, a weird double vision of this room? I think so. I think... Because you can see invisible things. You see uh, a Cassius sitting in, uh, like, an imaginary chair in front of him. There is no actual chair across his desk. Uh, But you see yourself stuck in place effectively 
just kind of zonked out on the chair. Incredible. Well, gonna put him down or not? Waves the leash around. Anyone up for uh, investigative mystery? See if the spear's in this room? Sure. I'll uh, take a look around. Yeah. I, I already know that the spear's in this room. Am I, am I conscious enough to tell them that? You could. Because the Baron did tell me. Yeah, yeah. Ka- I'm pretty sure that it was in the next room. Mm-hmm. Cassius, Cassius can loosely talk, yeah. Okay. I'm just going to be like, it's here. I think. I'm going to put down the humidifier. And I'm going to put down my assault rifle. Uh, Beck will put down their sword. The and fire then- on it dissipates. Well, June, your turn. You wouldn't separate an old man from their baseball bat, would you? I am much older than you. <laughs> All right, yeah, I'll stop quoting Lord of the Rings, and uh, I drop my bat and my uh, my gun. I hate popular media. I only watch The Room on repeat. Anyways, uh, Baron takes the leash and ties it to his hand so that it's not going anywhere. But the little gremlin is still clearly pissed, but isn't attacking anything. And whenever it starts to get a little too riled up, Baron just, again, taps his evil fingers on its brain. Hey, that's really fucky. I like it. I I think it it adds a little bit of, um, I don't know, it's hard to domesticate these things, and I, I want it to be a good, good little boy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take off my Darth Vader mask. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> I failed to mention how weird it was that you I, were wearing those. I as had you assumed. <laughs> I didn't. I had just assumed we take them off. <laughs> I take mine off as well. <laughs> Good. Cassius is too out of it to take the Clinton mask off. It's just a fact. <laughs> uh, June June took it off for the picture and hasn't put it back yeah. on. So, well, thank you for taking that off. So, you want the spear, and then what? You just you gonna walk out of here and leave me alone? Sure. Yeah, that sounds like a good deal to me. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That would uh, kind of betray my interest, is the thing. But then again, I, you know, doesn't really feel very good to get shot, right? <sighs> Lee? Yes. I'm going to try something kind of weird. Okay. And you tell me if this is reasonable. I would love to. Flint is going to look down at his Darth Vader mask. Think for a second about how that spear is tied to him and, like, tied to destiny. And just kind of reach out to the pile and see if he can do anything. Like, just reach his hand out and see if he can... Are you trying to, like, force pull it to you? I am trying to summon the spear that is tied to my soul after (laughs) looking at my Darth Vader mask and going, Wait a minute. (laughs) Uh, So, no roll here. No, it does not fly to your hand. <laughs> Flint's However, still standing there like, 
fucking like turning beet red <laughs> trying to concentrate. As you do it, as you kind of aim your hand at this pile, you feel a bit of strength well in your hand and a little bit of your age kind of seems to abate a little bit. You don't get younger, but like your crackling <laughs> bones feel a little more loose. Mm, the crackling bones <laughs> so loose. Can oh, I yeah, read a bad situation? Yeah, please do. <laughs> Oh, nice. That's a 10. Okay. Hold three. Uh, I think Beck is really concerned with uh, what's my best way out? Because I think the concern is like, are we in some sort of magical realm where we can't actually leave without the Baron like letting us leave? Okay. Uh, good first question. Uh, and based on trekking through this place so far... One, it clicks for you that the reason that Mr. Delaney couldn't find the spear is because it's, like, physically outside of some kind of normal space. It's, you're probably pretty accurate that, like, this is a, a separate zone that the Baron, who can manipulate space, uh, has created. So walking out through the way you came might get you to the actual Statue of Liberty or whatever. But aside from that, there doesn't seem to be, like, a discernible red exit sign unless the Baron made one. Okay. So your best way out, at present, is immediately trying to get back through the door. But that door may not stay here this whole time. Uh, what are dangers we haven't noticed? All of the mirrors look like they could disconnect at a moment's notice. None of them look, like, cemented together or anything, or glued or anything that would indicate that they are meant to be held together. Uh... Is it possible to do what's the best way to protect the victims? The victims being Cassius, if it is obvious that, like, he seems really out of it? Uh, for sure. Uh, psychics still need their concentration. So if there's some sort of magical mind fuckiness going on right now, the, uh, uh, the best way to help Cassius would be to uh, make it less of a priority that the Baron try to, dis you know, uh, what's it? Like, zonk him out, you know? So, bashing him in the head would probably do it. Or just being just so much of a threat that he can't think about anything else. Okay. Well, Baron, it seems like we're at a bit of a draw. And, oh, I don't think so. And I think I got a solution here. So, here's the deal I'm going to offer you. Oh, boy. You give us the spear, and we leave... And you have 48 hours to get the fuck out of my town. And if you don't give us the spear, then we're going to stomp your ass like we did to your buddy James Pale. Here's the thing. One. You mistakenly believe that you, within my domain, yeah. are the ones in power. Two. James, if I am incorrect, let me know isn't actually dead. And in fact, in a little bit of time, gets what he wants. Am I wrong? I can smell him on you. Uh, I think Beck uh, very meekly uh, kind of pokes June and uh, tells them, June, we kind of need him to make a door or, uh, or we can't we can't get out. So I'm, I'm tough talking him. I got him right where I want him. 
I don't know if I think you gotta turn up the charm and turn down the aggro. Hey, uh, Mr. Baron, I may just be uh, but a spectral ghostly <laughs> chess boy. So uh, the Baron looks not at Cassius's body, but like right in front of him at the desk when Cassius starts talking. Yeah. Uh, I was just wondering. Did you dig up that chupacabra, or did you go out of your way to find it? It is quite the hassle, let me tell you. I, uh, <clears throat> I wish I'd known way ahead of time that this is, uh, your buddy's, uh, Achilles heel or whatever. Would, uh, would have started working on this a lot sooner. But, uh, here we are. The 11th hour. Difficult, difficult trick, this thing. Pets the, uh brain of the creature. Oh, well, I would have figured someone as smart as you would have figured that out a while ago. What, did it take you some sort of stupid deal with the beacon to figure that shit out? I'm trying to use just one more thing. Yeah, hit me um, up. Uh, subtract two you for your, while you're yeah, in this I was gonna state. say, yeah. Uh, so that is seven plus three, ten minus two, eight. Alright, hold yes. one. Uh, Basically, what I'm trying to discern is if he's working with someone else with the mm. Chupacabra or if he is alone in it, but I'm mm. not sure if that would be, are you complicit in any ongoing criminal activity or did you commit this specific crime? I would call either of those fine. Cool. Those both make sense. Oh, Bill, my boy, who do you think taught him how to do it? Yeah. <sighs> do we know someone named Bill? I mean, <laughs> Cassius has, what, like, a thousand fake IDs? I guess it's just another alias. Speaking of which, what the fuck are you doing to Cassius? Oh, well, you know, playing a friendly game. He tries to get in my mind. I scramble his classic one-two. I like my brains like I like my eggs. Art. Sunny side up. Are you just playing with us? For fun, then? or Because I know why we're here. And we're here for a very special giant fork. Uh, what are you hoping to get out of this? Well, I benefit from them succeeding. Uh, but I, it occurs to me that I could benefit from you succeeding, but it'd require a lot more work. <sighs> so... I'm happy to, to hand you the spear, send you on your merry way, and even tell you what they're doing. But I have to remain for the entirety of my existence within Constance untouched. I'll even tell you what I'm up to from day to day. You just don't get to interfere with it. I have to have your solemn vow written in blood. That will be the case. And then we'll send you on your merry way. Sound good? I don't have blood. I just have chowder. I mean, now, <laughs> not to get pedantic, but if the terms of your agreement are that you get to, you know, remain in Constance for eternity untouched, we can't make that promise. So wouldn't it be until the end of all of our lives? I suppose that's true, but one of you I'm not terribly worried about. I'm going to look to my right and left at the gang and uh, I'm just, like, looking for, like, a nod of approval. I uh, whisper to June, 
I'll keep the little thing busy if you want to go after uh, the Baron. Uh, back. Do I get like a nod? Sure. Or a wink. Cassius, do I get like a nod or a wink? I think Cassius's body still has the Clinton mask on. Like, <laughs> but I, I think it's like poorly aligned. So like the left eye is over his right eye, and then it, he just has no vision out of his other eye. God damn it! <laughs> he could be nodding. Uh, June is going to uh, say to the Barrett, "That's a shit deal." And I don't make deals with monsters on their terms anymore. And I'm going to fire off a use magic. Go for it. Uh, wish it was higher, but it's an eight. Okay. Uh, what are you doing? Um, I think, uh, as June says that they go into a roll, uh, and scoop up their, uh, matchlock hand cannon and fire off, uh, like, I don't even say any fucking Klingon. I just fire off, uh, burn everything straight at the Baron's face. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, it deals three magic, I assume? Three magic, ignore armor. Great, great, great. And then now you choose a glitch. Give me a harm, baby! Uh, classic, classic. Uh, yeah, you blast this magical force into the Baron's face, I assume. And it looks like this fierce wind has stretched his skin like in a rubber hose cartoon. Like it like waggles back. We see rows upon rows of his shark teeth. Uh, and it uh, returns, it like snaps back into place with a deep frown as his skin starts to turn like, like tomato red. <sighs> Not even five minutes. Are you kidding me? Uh, and unties the leash. Oh, before we get further, uh, I know that I said in uh, earlier episodes that Chupacabra moves so fast that you cannot see it. I looked it up after the facts, and for that to be true, a creature would have to be moving at 35,000 miles an hour. So that isn't true. Uh, I, uh, I'm i just going to say that it just relies on... It is very, very fast, obviously, uh, but it relies on the fact that like humans can't really perceive the weird in addition to its great speed, so that you can't really see it, which means Cassius, you can see it better with the sight than normal. Uh, but otherwise... Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is not traveling 35,000 miles an hour. I was <laughs> fine to uh, just continue existing off of cartoon logic that it could. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyways. I was going to give it a katana to unsheath and resheath in the blink of an eye. <laughs> Regardless, nothing personal, kid. <laughs> Let's get this show on the road. The room we now see uh, the the mirrors on the walls swiftly shift until we see skyscrapers outside. It seems like it's the middle of the day, but it's definitely not because uh, the chupacabra isn't catching fire or anything that would indicate that that's real sunlight. But it begins to rapidly shoot up. You feel yourself as if you were shot up through an elevator. Your bodies hit the ground, and then it starts to fall back down extremely rapidly until you hit the ceiling in the same way, over and over, until you can only focus on maintaining these two things, and you can feel yourself start to get dizzy with vertigo. And the Baron just sits in his seat, just comfortably fine. Now we may begin. Who wants to go first? 
I I've will. got a thing. Okay, you first. Oh, we've all got things. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna just be like, you should be careful what you put on a leash. And I'm gonna use my spectral body to jump into the chupacabra and try to use sensitive to disrupt his connection with it just so that whatever's preventing it from like attacking him hopefully i can disrupt that is my idea uh okay go ahead and, and give me a little sensitive here and again minus two still haven't broken out of the baron's cool. thing here yet would it be minus two plus one from gert mm-hmm and you can all narrate right. to me how gert helps you in this moment got you um all right so it is a nine Minus mm -hmm. three, because I have a minus one weird. We'll bring it down to a six plus one from Gert brings it up to a seven. How does Thank Gert, you, Gert get you up just barely? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think maybe my physical body regains uh, movement just enough for me to fling my arm and rocket Gert's physical body <laughs> at the Chupacabra. <laughs> And, and as Gert's doll form smacks him in the head, her one remaining hand touches its brain and it like pulses psychic energy or something. I don't know how psychic things work. Okay. Uh, what I will say is this will slow it down to a perceivable level. Cool. Uh, as it uh, has to spend a lot of a significant amount of brain power, which it does not have to spare on just moving as you extend this sort of dizzying domain to it. So now you see like a little spectral chupacabra in the same room as you are, if that makes any sense. Cool. In the same way that you are like a thought. So is it. Oh boy. Who's up next? Uh, Flint. All right. Uh, Lee, would it take my whole action to turn on one of the uh, humidifiers? It would to try and get to them before the chupacabra destroys them. Because that's its first target. Yeah, I'll turn one on then, and then start charging the chupacabra as uh, a like just movement. Give me uh, an act under pressure, just to save them before the monster gets to him. That'll be a ten. Well, yeah, fucking. You give it a little fake out. It attempts to go for the one that you're gonna be at, as it's it's fucking like claw you in the same movement. And instead, you get your hands on the other humidifier and turn it on, and we see you know, a little misty air start to, to, to fill in the space. But now, the Chibukabra is, like, right up underneath you. Uh, and it's clearly gonna rip your lungs out in a second here. I mean, you succeeded? No no, no big thing here? Yeah. I think Beck is gonna uh, grab their big heavy sword off of the ground and do some somatic components and then slam the sword into like the ground beneath her cracking some of the glass and is going to try to banish the baron okay do it at a minus two as uh everything you're trying to do is at the same time uh, like all of your incantations that you have to perform you're getting smacked into a ceiling and a floor yeah okay so i have a plus two to tough a minus two this is just a straight roll I got a nine. Okay. You see. Okay. Can I use power of the heart to bump that up to a ten? Absolutely. Uh, hit me with it. What does it do on a ten? Uh, on a ten plus, uh, the creature is banished. Uh, you have no control over where it goes, and the banished creature is unharmed. 
Okay, great. And who are you doing this on? The Baron. That makes sense. In a similar rubber hose cartoon, like, uh, uh, sort of imagery, uh, you hear him go, Oh, not again! <laughs> As uh, he turns into, like, a big old strip of a line swirl and out uh, a, a door that just appears and closes. I like the idea that in a, a bunch of the mirrors around them is this almost, like, uh, looped image, like a like a gif of uh, a backlick punching the Baron, and then like some of the mirrors of the Baron clawing at Beck, and as they kind of like cascade out, some of them are like Beacon members fighting Bulwark members and stuff like that. For sure, I love that. June, what do you do? I don't think that's gonna hold. It felt different, <laughs> probably because we're in his weird fucking house of horror. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna run forward and try and grab the spear. Uh, so I guess investigate a mystery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, try and figure out where the spear is in here. Jesus, I can't roll above an eight or under an eight. That's another eight. That's juicy. Though. Eight it is. Hold one. I assume it's where did it go? Yeah. Uh, it's at the tippity top. Uh, it's the 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 very haft of it, which could have been a broom for all you knew prior to it. Uh, is, is sticking out from the top of this like uneven, now starting to collapse pile. Can I just like use my weird ghost form, my spook form, and just grab it? Uh. <laughs> How tall is this pile of crap? It's like fifteen feet tall. Okay. It's pretty high. Yeah. For a, Can I room. jump using my weird ghost form and grab it? If you want to give me an act, act under pressure. For a sure. foot vertical leap. Um, that's a seven. Some, I'm sorry. Subtract two oh. as the room is trying to smack you up and down. Uh, uh well, that'll that'll miss then. But yeah. um, I will uh. Jump, reach for it, just miss, and then shout out to uh, Flint. Like, hey, I know you you got a dance partner, but uh, your uh, your very fancy trophy is is waiting for you. You say that in this very long, drawn out uh, uh, statement as you pass over the pile, and on the other side is a big old hole that looks like weirdly mirrored. And as you fall into it, you start. Falling again, and again, and again, from the ceiling to the floor in this giant loop, in this sort of cartoonish uh, hole in space that uh, you just get magically trapped in. There's nothing to grab onto, there's no whole thing to reach onto, but we can see you from the ceiling to the floor over and over and again, and because gravity is still in effect, you are picking up speed. And now, if someone wouldn't mind, rolling a d6. I got it, the lights go out if you feel around you there's no one immediately nearby Beck the torch in your back pack I assume uh, lights up and you are alone in the darkness but Flint and June because you're still flying and Cassius can see Beck like the li- that one light very far away but otherwise the whole room is darkened and the is the light from the torch mirrored a bunch of times, or it's no. just singular? Love that, of course. Of course. 
now that the Baron's banished, have I been can think, rocketed yeah. back to my body? Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Am I like, do I need to take a turn where I'm like still climbing into my skin suit, or am I like? No, no, you're here. You can, you can, noggin? you can try to figure out, take an action here. Gotcha. Um, cool. I guess I'm just gonna like run towards Beck. I don't see June still falling, do I? Like I, I just no, see Beck. yeah, you can't. The only person you can see right now is whoever has the torch. Can we hear each other? Like, can we you hear can. the chupacabra? You totally can. <laughs> Uh, can I use sensitive again to try to sort of like maintain whatever I was doing with the Shubacabra or like further it to try to further break uh, uh, the Baron's connection with the Shubacabra? Mm, I, I don't know if going that far is within the realm of sensitive. Gotcha. Yeah. But if you, there's, you know, watch or anything else. Without being able to like see June or anything, I don't really think I can do much other than just run to to Beck. The Baron has so much dope shit. Like he's a collector. Like maybe maybe an oops. Yeah, that'd work. I guess I will I will oops my way into success as I have done this entire <laughs> campaign. Okay, you uh uh start stumbling around in the dark now that you've kind of started to. Rem- into your consciousness and uh, I guess you start fucking feeling up the pile right there surely there must be something in there that might be helpful it is hard to tell right now what something could be because it's so goddamn dark in here uh, your uh, hands gets around what feels like some kind of like really soft wool but otherwise again you can't see it so you can't quite tell what it is cool yeah, I'm just running it back other than that. Okay. All right, I believe that's me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, the Chupacabra's eyes have glowed red in the dark in the past. Mm-hmm. Is it glowing red in front of me? In flashes, for sure. Like, whenever it stops, you can catch it. But when it's moving, definitely not. All right. But when it stops... All right, I'm going to uh, yell out to the team, All right. Here's the plan. It's in three steps. We get the spear, we kill this thing, and when the Baron shows up, we don't let him leave. He can die here, far as I can tell. But he needs to make us a door! We'll figure that out ourselves. We've got two sorcerers, a psychic, and an old man. Uh, I pop Flynn, a, I didn't know uh, you were psychic. Uh, I pop a road flare and I jab it at the eye of the chupacabra when I see it stop moving. Uh, all right, give me the uh, road uh, flare. <laughs> Finally, uh, that is going to be two as the oh well, I guess one. Uh, this is darkness, advanced darkness. Uh, <laughs> this you're not being slammed about. This is less physical. <laughs> this isn't normal darkness. This is advanced darkness. Okay, with the minus one, it is a seven. Seven. Okay. You deal harm to each other. Except uh, Road Flare, I don't think it has a given damage amount. So let's say improvised weapon deals one fire. Cool. Uh, and Flint. Take two. Cassius, take one. Protect someone on Cassius. You cannot. You can't see where he is. 
No one can, uh, the protect moves and the help out moves are not allowed while the room is so dark. Ooh. Uh, and so wherever you are, you feel the first slash. Some of it gets through your armor. And then Cassius, you spurt blood as you get stabbed in the back uh, by the Chupacabra's claws. And uh, both of you have a minus one forward on physical rolls from the, the, the slash of the Chupacabra as you can feel your tendons start to uh, creak <sighs> and stretch. So that's a cumulative negative two with my allergic reaction to the mushroom video. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Cassius is accumulating negatives. <laughs> Uh, very, very nice. Uh, and then June brings us back to you. Uh, I'd like to teleport out of this vortex. Uh, give me your best shot. Subtract two. All right. That's a four. Exactly what I wanted to hear. Well, not four, but you know what I mean. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, you attempt to create this jump point between you and the actual floor itself. Uh, and instead of any of that, you, you, your body starts to glow. You start to give us a strange uh, gray miasma, uh, and you hear, there you are, and a uh, sound as the Baron sits right back at his desk. God damn it. You wanted to use spatial magic in my house? Ha! Who do you think taught him how to do it? So I'm still screaming in this work. Yeah, Yeah. there's no success there. You have to stay in it. But the Baron has rolled his leather chair over to you and is like looking you in the face uh, as you go by. There's still some space in between you two. Okay. Obviously, but like as best he can is just gleefully delighted at what you've just done. Love that for me. Tries to like high five you, but obviously you're too far away. Uh, And someone roll me a d6. I gotcha. Welcome to the chaos zone, baby. Five. Oh, nice and simple. This is actually good for you. Uh, the Baron and the Chupacabra don't do this, but everyone else starts to float upwards and smacks into the ceiling. And you can feel this crushing weight as uh, different pieces of the room start to float upwards and stick to you and start pushing you into the ceiling as gravity has reversed. But the Baron and his desk and the Chupacabra are still on the ground. June, this actually does get you out of it, coincidentally. <laughs> oh, cool. Float out of it. Because <laughs> you just, well, you're kind of floating freely in this one little zone here, rather than stuck. How much can we propel ourselves around? Like, if we push off from, like, walls and stuff. It's hard, but not undoable. Gotcha. Okay. Is the light back, though, or is it still dark? It is, li- it is lit up. You can see each other once again. Nice. I want to I wanna try to blast the Baron. With? Uh, combat magic. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By all means. Blast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Subtract one. As you try to orient yourself and things are just getting up into your face. <laughs> it looks like a lot of glass, which is not super great. It looks like I'm still busy lifting drinks. This is so fucking humiliating. I think it's fun. I, I like to consider myself a fun villain. I mean, because we're floating, does that also mean that Flint gets to float away from the Chupacabra? I guess so. <laughs> Actively midair, trying to swim towards it, like foam coming out of his mouth. I love it. <laughs> I got a seven. 
A seven. Great. Yeah. Uh, what is the harm on that? Uh, three harm. Uh, magic close, obvious, loud. And messy. Okay. Uh, I think it like ricochets around the room, bouncing off of all of the crap <laughs> mm -hmm. until it finally hits him. Okay, great. Beck, you take two harm. June, you take one. And Beck, you see a door open underneath you, like a regular like house door that the Chupacabra stabs you with their claws and throws you down into. And you see you're in the submarine, water floating all around you as water starts to come out. And the shark is still here. There's still a door here. You could still get out. But in the moment, you just got thrown back into the submarine. All right. Uh, make sure to log your harm. And, uh, uh, June, you didn't get thrown anywhere. The, the one harm is just a side effect of the area effect of the Chupacabra. Mm. Uh, but now, yeah. Very, very cool. Oh, you wait. Can see. Th wait. If the darkness is gone, can I protect someone with bolt? Uh, now? I suppose that's true, huh? Yeah. I am immortal. I thought you were immortal from ages. Uh, I, uh, I take less harm. Oh, okay. So okay. I still take that one harm, but uh, it's it's not as big a deal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, very nice. Uh, and Flint, how are you going to... What are you protecting from? Getting thrown uh, into the, the the shark zone? Yeah, I think so. Mm. Okay. Uh, then you automatically get a, a, a success here. Uh, go ahead and pick an extra, but you cannot choose uh, you suffer a little harm. Yeah, uh, instead I am going to uh, inflict harm back on the enemy as I am just in a insane like fervor over killing this chupacabra. Very cool. Uh, what are you what are you using? I am still just stabbing at it with the uh, freaking road flare. There's a <laughs> Uh, as you burn uh, on the back of its head, and then that uh, last moment before it can successfully throw back into the hole, the door is still open, uh, and some water is trickling out. But Don't you uh, fucking touch them! Uh, it recoils and, and flees into the uh, uh, back of the room, uh, and back you're okay. I still take the harm, I just don't have to fight the shark, right? Correct, correct. Right, you were cool, able to cool. act in this room, not the, the other one. Not today, Shark. Cassius, what do we got? Uh, now that I'm in the light, can I see what I picked up last round? Oh, yeah. Uh, it is like a yellowy, kind of wiry, coppery fleece. Oh. Does, is it like poncho style? I could like throw my neck through it, or could I, do, should I just stuff it in my coat? Uh, you could try to get into it, but it doesn't immediately look like it's your size. But you can do whatever you want. Oh, if I can try to get into it. Yeah, yeah, by all means. I feel like the golden like, fleece like... is something in mythology, but I don't yeah, know what a, it is. <laughs> it's a Greek thing for sure. Because uh, <laughs> I can't like get to the uh, chupacabra really from my reverse gravity position, can I? Yeah, not not necessarily. You could try to shoot at it, but it'd be hard. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, I'm just going to try to put on this, this little uh, sweater. You scoot right into it. And it expands to your size. So are you wearing a fleece, like, pullover and jorts? Mm-hmm. Is that what we're working with? Okay. Yep. <laughs> I'm just trying Why to keep on top of the, the fashion. Do you have a, a problem with that? It looks great. Also, <laughs> yeah, Cassius, you remember that allergic effect you had earlier? 
Yeah. It goes away. Only minus one now. Yeah. There you go. You oh feel God. a lot better, bud. Oh God, I'm it so is the glad. golden fleece. I am so glad. God, oh, I don't even need my EpiPen anymore. Incredible. Great. I'm going to throw my EpiPen in the door. Goodbye forever. <laughs> well, don't need this. Uh, and we see it peer out. And then I guess at the top of New York City, and someone gets hit with it and dies. So I'm floating up in the air. How realistic would it be to, like, kick off the chupacabra and head towards the uh The chupacabra sphere? is nowhere near you at the moment. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. How difficult would it be to kick off something and head towards the spear? Uh, you'd have to relax under pressure. Uh, you could still do it, but it'd be uh-huh. difficult. All right. I'll act under pressure. Uh, that is a 10 plus 3, so 13. 13? Beautifully. You start to, uh, uh, you know, crawl across the ceiling, and it's at the top of the pile, so it's the closest thing you could get to. Uh, uh, well, that's having, like, other junk that's still kind of on it. But yeah, you can start rooting through that pile uh, as you start to, like, uh, force your way against gravity and lift yourself into it. You start to feel this surge of energy rush through you as your... Uh, hand that reaches out begins to glow slightly and as you feel your hand wrap around the half which is still largely dug in you feel so much strength return to your body as if you were as young as you'd ever been at the height of your day and uh, I feel like I asked you before but looking at the chosen uh, what tags does your holy weapon have it has a haft spikes and uh, long. Nice. Uh, so how much harm is that total? Uh, three harm, and it uh, it's a reach weapon. Nice. Oh, and it has the messy tag. Good. Uh, it also, uh, you can write it down, has the restraining tag as part of its magical power. Uh, Flint, it looks, the half of it looks like old and worn and like kind of a broomstick handle until you touched it. As you yank it free from the pile, what is your signature weapon look like? Who? Uh, it is a simple wooden spear from the uh, ground up to the blade. The blade itself seems to be made out of uh, bronze and is a simple triangle with two spikes coming down uh, past the end of the blade parallel and diagonal to the staff itself. Okay. This rather uh, simple armament feels, uh, you know, epic in your hands uh, as you you draw it free. And we see the Baron look up and go, should have turned off the anti-gravity. Shame that. You still got time to turn it off. You know. (laughs) Oh, I like the energy. June, it is your turn. Uh, what's the negative to kick some ass on the Baron? For as long as the anti-gravity persists, it's going to be two. Okay. So might... As long as you're physically doing it, but if you use magic, it's different. Yeah, so I might as well punch him rather than try and grab him. Um, yeah, I'm going to shoot a spell at him then. Sounds good. All right. Uh, that's a six. 
rough. Struggling. Uh, yeah, are we allowed to help out in the anti-grave? Mm-hmm. Power of the heart. Yeah. Uh, Cassius, how do you help out? Maybe Cassius, uh, uh, part of him is still sort of like astrally warping, and he like moves one of the chess pieces, and for just a second, that like distracts the Baron enough that uh, June is able to take that extra second to recover the fumble that they made with the magic. Sounds good to me. Uh, uh, June, send me an extra effect. A glitch. Uh, yeah, I think I uh, am aiming up a shot with the hand cannon, and with the gravity, I drop it. So, uh, June leans back on some old habits and uh, reaches into one of their wounds and, like, pulls out a handful of blood and casts blood magic at him instead, uh, taking another harp. Sounds good to me. Uh, he rockets out of the chair as you blast him in the chest because he was pretty close to you because he thought it was funny. Uh, and his chair tumbles behind him as he starts to, like, roll around and gives a big jump and like, oh! And just makes like a bunch of like whale sounds as he starts to right himself and stand up. I'm unstable. (laughs) Is that a clot? You had some water. Get you a little bit of juice. No, I'm feeling great, Baron. You son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I am an excellent host. All right. Uh, Someone want to roll me a d6? Sure. I rolled a one. Okay. You look around the room as gravity fixes itself and everyone <laughs> slams back onto the ground, uh, you know, rather uncomfortably. Uh, uh, no one takes any damage. However, the windows that are this room uh, along the wall all turn into doors and they begin to open and you see different rooms in the house. As you see ladybugs start to fly in from one, you see fish start to spill forward from the the one that you had almost been thrown into. We see paper cranes start to fly in uh, as the uh, uh, previous enemies start to make their way into the room to fight you.